The night is young No, we're not done Party back at ours Everybody's welcome to the kick-offs You're welcome Welcome to One Hit Wonder A kick-ons mini-series with Stephanie Moore That's me And Jason Parker That's me Take a look back at some of the biggest one-hit wonders of all time. This week, we're talking about It's Raining Men by the Weather Girls, the song that no one wanted, that made us forgive Jerry Halliwell, although do we forgive her for the blonde hair, <laughs> and just featured in my new favourite movie. One hit, one dream. Wonder. Welcome, Celine, to the pod. I'm bad at technology. That was the second time we did it, and it wasn't as good as the first. Okay, but the second time, <laughs> so Steph said, worm, hit a worm. And I was like, welcome, Celine, to the pod. And then the, the next time, it, it was like Celine was here, and she has had a full bottle of rosé, and she's, <laughs> yeah, we're drinking Poppy's Rosé. Thanks for bringing it back from Martinborough. You're welcome. Um, should we try and write a one-hit wonder for Poppy? Yeah, I've got it. I've mm-hmm. already got it. Mm-hmm. E. <laughs> <laughs> e. 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 We love your rosé. E. E. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't be able to do it fast enough a second time. It's hard work. Yeah, it really um, is. And by the way, that is set to um, the last post. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Chris Brose, we love to see it. So we are back. It is our One Hit Wonder miniseries. Third time's a charm. Three down, three to go. How are we feeling? Great. I'm really, really enjoying this. It's yeah. like lol and interesting. Yeah, funny and informative, which you will find in our bio. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we wrote? Yeah. Every day when I, well, not every day, every time I, like, put things into our, like, hosting site, I'm like, we should change this, but still, I love it. It makes sense. Yeah. It's funny and informative. Yeah, and it also says, like, Join Jason and Steph as they ramble their way through the pop culture moments of the week. I'm like, never has a truer word been spoken. Yeah, that is the absolute truth. Absolutely. Okay, I honestly, just like stick to what you know. Yeah, it's too hard. Don't go outside (laughs) your comfort zone. Absolutely. So today we're talking about It's Raining Men, um, one that as soon as I saw it, like as I was researching One Hit Wonders, I was like, yes. We actually have a special connection to the song. Do you remember the special connection that we have? Yeah, I do. But remind me. <laughs> so about three years ago, Jason oh, and I, no, wait, Jason and I somehow forced ourselves into the Wellington Pride Parade. 
and we were with with a float, which will remain nameless, and there is a drag queen singing on the float who I feel like I've never seen again. I couldn't tell you who that queen was. Yeah. And um, we... Great singing voice. Great singing voice, but just had three songs on repeat, and this was one of them. That's right. Oh, my God. (laughs) They literally, so the the parade goes for, what, like half an hour? So long. So, and they sang these three songs, and then, like, in full belt the entire yeah, time. Yeah, props to them. Well, we, um, we've, we have been in charge of uh, handing out condoms to viewers. The public. <laughs> so she's, like, she's belting, it's a rainy man, and we're, like, rep your dicks, Wellington, and we're literally throwing condoms <laughs> out into the crowd. And the funny part is when people don't know their condoms, because it looks like we're doing a lolly scramble. It does, it does. They come across and they're, like, look inside the bucket and they see that it's condoms and they're, like, oh, no, no. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> I refuse. So that was fun. I think was the other one Let's Get Loud? Uh yeah. Yeah, cuz it was like do 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 I Let's get loud. Let's, <laughs> Let's get, get loud. Not a one hit wonder. No, and I can't remember what the other one was. Feels like it might have been a Madonna song. It mm, doesn't. I feel like it's like I will survive. Maybe. Oh uh, yeah, it probably was. Yeah. It probably was. But Matt, um, back to um, gay anthems featuring into this a bit later. So. It's Raining Men is a song by the American musical duo The Weather Girls. Just two of them. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and they are queens. Yeah. Um, Big girls repping it. Yeah. Like fully repping it. So it was released on the 10th of September, 1982, just before your birthday. Virgo queens. Yeah. Whoa. Um, from Columbia Records. So the lyrics were written by two Pauls. Paul Jabara and Paul Schaefer, and the music was written in collaboration with a guy called Bob Esty. Do we know Paul Schaefer? Is that a name? Uh, yeah. I'm actually just, like, saying Schaefer, but it might be Schaefer. It doesn't have a C. Okay. Well, it's it's easy to misread a name. He is a Canadian singer-composer. Um... Yeah, no. No. Okay. no. He's I assumed he was gay. I'm just thinking of Schaefer's New World, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Chafers, isn't it? Like C H? Chafers. Yeah. Chafers. Which I thought was one of the most the most expensive New World in the country, but apparently it's Newtown New World. It's the most expensive one. Yeah. According to who? A girl I work with, Alex, who's a friend of the pod. Hi, Alex. According to you. Yeah. <laughs> more on that later. Absolutely. So this is really interesting. So they wrote the song in 1979 and they offered it first to Donna Summer, who had just had her big hit with Last Dance. Oh, yeah. But she rejected the song because she had recently become a born-again Christian. She hated the song's lyrical content and dubbed it as blasphemous. She called one of the Pauls and said, I hate the song. And then she sent him a Bible the next day. Whoa. <laughs> I know. Isn't that so crazy? That is insane. And like to know what the song became, like 
She could have had her second big, like, consecutive big hit. But God told her no. God told me no. The song was then passed on. But my body, <laughs> no, we can't sing it. Body. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not allowed. <laughs> but my Bible. My Bible. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so the song was then <laughs> passed on to a heap of singers, yeah. um, Diana Ross, Cher, Barbara Streisand, and they all rejected the song. Why? I have no idea. I think it was almost too... Camp. Yeah. That's shocking. I know. Well, so then they offered the song in 1982 to a group who were then called... Uh, sorry. <laughs> like one super rose. They named the two tons, like as in tons of fun, um, <laughs> who then became the Weather Girls. So they said that they thought it was a really crazy song. In fact, too crazy to record. They kept saying, it's raining men? Really? Are you kidding me? Quote, I just did not think people will buy it. That's why we kept saying no. So, after some persuading, the duo eventually recorded the song in 90 minutes. Um, and then following the success of the song, they changed their name to The Weather Girls before the album was released. But the single was init- initially released under the name Two Tons. <laughs> Crazy, eh? Yeah, big girls ripping it. And so the Weather Girls were a duo, um, Martha, Martha Wash and Isora Armstead, but over the years, the lineup had kind of changed. But this is the lineup that released, um, that became the Weather Girls and released the song. Okay. They began their careers as backup singers um, to a openly gay uh, disco singer called Sylvester, which will come into feature a bit later. Okay. Um, so yeah, the song became their first number one. Uh, it was kind of received both well and badly. Because of the lyrical content? Yeah, people just didn't really get it. Um, But, like, some people didn't get it, but some people really did, and the people who did really put the, like, the drive behind it and made it successful. Yeah. I feel like that's, um, like, the music of today, you know? Like, a lot of those songs that are number one, all sound the same to me. Yeah, but yeah, legit. They but people love them, and Ooh. they're fully pushing that. And I'm I'm happy. For There's them. an audience for all songs. Yeah, but it re- it's raining men. Like hook, gorgeous hook. The like the beginning, the talking. The yes. have I got news for you? And just weather chat as well. Like who oh. doesn't love talking about the weather? Not me. I love it. I love talking about the weather. Gorgeous right now. It is a really beautiful day. Not a cloud in the sky. And we're inside. Yeah, we're inside, but... <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. We won't be soon. Um, so, yeah, after they release it, which we'll talk about the stats in a minute, they really struggled to repeat the success of it. It's Raining Men. Well, they called themselves the Weather Girls. Yeah, like, very neat. Nice. set themselves up for that one song. Like, unless they were going to be, like, um, Sunshine Days. Uh, Summertime. <laughs> like, what is that song? Yeah. Uh, 
Autumn. Yeah. They could have sung our famous song, Spring into Summer. They could have. Yeah. All the Leaves are Brown. What's that All one? All the Leaves are... The Mamas and Puppers, oh, I yeah. think. That's a good one. Yeah. It could be a good one for choir. Yes, it's such a choral banger. Wait, is All the Leaves are Brown California Dreaming? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's a TikTok song as well. Currently? Yeah, like people will be like, oh, the it's kind of like when someone's not understanding you, but it just repeats like, all the leaves are, all the leaves are brown. And it just goes over, like all the leaves are brown, all the leaves are brown. Okay. It's really random. Yeah, um, special. Not as good as Habazar. Um, So, yeah, then they ultimately disbanded after the release of their self-titled fifth album, The Weather Girls, in 1988. So they only existed as The Weather Girls for a short six years. So they had five albums in that time and no, one hit. They had two albums before and then their third album had It's Raining Men on it and then they did two more and just it just well, wasn't happening. Oh, wow. So sad. So sad. So the song was a number one dance hit in the US um, and it reached the top ten in various other countries worldwide. Only really, other, um, other than the US, only really made a splash in the UK. <laughs> with a pun. Uh-huh. Um, there are no specific, specific stats about any other countries. Um, BH1 listed the song as one of the greatest songs of the 1980s. Um, and at the 26th Annual Grammy Awards in 1983, it was nominated for Best R&B, R&B Performance by a Duo or Group. What? A fucking crock of shit. What is R&B about It's Raining Men? Tell me. <laughs> um, they're black. Fuck yeah. hell. I know. Nothing's changed, eh? Nothing has changed. Oh, this is in the 80s, guys. Yeah. They, that is a pop perfection song. Exactly. Oh, my God. I would love to know who was nominated in the, like, top, in the and the pop categories because oh, yeah. it's raining me. Well, the 80s, it would have been like Madonna or Cindy yeah. or all those. Yeah, it's bullshit. That makes no sense to me. I know, I know. And they probably, like, yeah. Yeah, so well, shit. actually, sorry, going back to no. when we were talking about uh, Let's Catch Up 2002. Yes. That was the year that Halle Berry won an Academy Academy Award. Oh, my God, incredible. And she, during her yeah, speech. first black woman to win an Academy Award, oh, and this is in 2002. 2002. That is such bullshit. Yeah. That is such bullshit. Anyway, go back to the R&B classics. <laughs> um, so the song spent a total of 11 weeks on Billboard's Hot 100 and ultimately peaked at 46 um, on March 5th of 1983. Um, yeah, so really wasn't a commercial success at all. I would love to know how it did in... New Zealand. Same. I couldn't find anything on there. Because I do think that we are, like, songs that we consider to be, like, nostalgic for us and, like, songs that we grew up to. Yeah. Lots of people are just like, what the fuck is that? It, like, didn't really make it big anywhere else. Yeah. Do you mean New Zealand songs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And even international songs that are only big in New Zealand as well. Right. Like... Not that New Zealand owns her anymore, but, like, Natalia Kills, for example. She had a song called Saturday Night, and it literally only did well in New Zealand. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think as well, like, the New Zealand sound in the 80s was so not 
the sound that was coming out of America. No. Your Madonna's, um, the George um, Michael, Michael yeah. um, Culture Club, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It was like so different. We had like, we were rock. I think our New Zealand had rock like music. Yeah, the dudes, oh, um, yeah. Dragon. I guess it's more... Um, reminiscent of like our affiliation with the crown yeah you know? true true more rock and roll punky yeah and it's kind of cool like it's cool to have different sounds but it does kind of make more sense as to why our sort of music wasn't really cutting through as much yeah true um so let me just go back to my little thing here so let's talk about the music video Please. i just rewatched it it is camp as fuck um it it's basically them in a in a um with a uh yeah like a newsroom yeah. and so also in one scene she's dressed up as Mother Nature and she has like baby's breath in her hair which you'll see behind you just for context yeah um and it's amazing so they the midi- the the <laughs> music video thank you was released uh in the winter of 1982 and it was filmed in an abandoned building in New York City and because the record company weren't that, weren't backing it really. Well, I mean, they've had all of their biggest stars say no. Exactly, exactly. So it had a very low budget. Um, and Martha Wash, one of the members, described the video as super cheesy. She said they filmed it in an abandoned building um, in the dead of winter. There was no heat and everyone was like dressed up, wearing coats. And the part in the building, uh, in the video where they fall out of the sky, Mm. they landed on these mattresses and then found out the next day that they were, like, infested with bed bugs. (laughs) And, like, they were scratching themselves for, like... To this day. Yeah, days to come. It's so crazy because, like, to me, the video doesn't really look that low budget because I'm looking at it, like... Um, now. from 40 years ago. Yeah, which is wild. The fact that the 80s, the 80s will always be 20 years ago to me. Yeah, legit. <laughs> that is so true. So gross. Um, But, yeah, I just find that crazy. I mean, they did really well with low, with not that much budget. There's shirtless men, like shirtless fire men everywhere. Obviously, these pools like, knew that this song was good. And yeah. so they were willing to do, like, whatever it took to get this song to be a hit, right? Absolutely. Um, And I don't know, maybe did they have, like, the pink dollar behind them or something? Like, who is funding this? Yeah, good question. That's a really good question. Um, I think they didn't have the pink dollar, but they had the pink intention eye. behind it. The pink eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The pink eye. Um, interestingly, the cover the song was covered in 1998 by RuPaul, um, with one of the original members, Martha Wash. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's um Martha Wash's The Weather Girls. Yeah, yeah. But she's the only. I hadn't even heard the name of the other Isora. one. But maybe that's because RuPaul has talked about Martha Wash before. Yeah, true. I'd love to find it. I should have watched it. it- I mean, Rue, I feel like Rue in 1998 would have been peak Rue, like the blonde hair, but not that yeah. much makeup, just real, like... The original supermodel of the world. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So let's fast forward now to how we learn about the song through Jerry Halliwell in 2001. So this was her first song of her second solo album, 
scream if you want to go faster. Um, <laughs> and it was also featured as the lead single um, to the soundtrack of Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, my God, it was. Yeah. So it became her fourth consecutive number one hit uh, number one hit single on the UK singles chart and became her most successful solo single to date. So this quote is really interesting. Jerry said, it was really odd because I was all ready to go with my new album. I had the single, I had the video idea already, and then the producers of the movie said to me, do you want to record It's Raining Men for the soundtrack? I thought it would be fun and I love Bridget Jones because I've read both books and so I just did it really quickly. They all loved it and wanted it to be a single, and I thought it was a bit of a gift, so I released it. Wow. Crazy, right? It's quite good that it didn't do, like, amazing things in the UK. Yeah. Originally, because, they, like, I mean, I didn't have any idea it was a cover. Neither. Until someone was like, this is already a song. Yeah. And I and don't I, remember when. Well, I feel like, and don't quote me on this, but I think it's Raining Men, the original song, is on Singstar 80s. Maybe. Or a version of Singstar. Yeah. Um, and you can quote me on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where I think I realised that it was a cover. Yes, yeah, yeah. Or maybe when we started going gay clubbing. <laughs> Yeah, legit. But, the, like, the Jerry Hallowell version is epic. Amazing. Let's talk about the video. So she's going in to an audition for no reason. Um, yeah, who's, who's telling Jerry she has to audition for anything? I know. She's got her blonde hair, Bob, which, as I mentioned earlier, so controversial. But I guess she wanted to move away from ginger spice yeah um she looks insane (laughs) it's ridiculous and then she is yeah like doing a dance and now when you rewatch it it's so funny because when the person dancing is doing real hard out moves it is just her body like the torso down her head's not there so the body the dance double did so well the dance double did amazing things um and then all these people like watching her dance and then they smash in through the doors and then it's just sort of just that and then she's out on the street and she's there's one shot where it's just a close up of her head and she's like just singing the words i feel um listening to this very like kylie minogue inspired it, it was so i'm spinning around inspired yeah. she's got like little um Booty Yellow shorts. booty shorts yeah. on and like a hoodie that looks like you know like a cutoff hoodie that like a dancer would wear in a film. Yeah, Ex- like <laughs> just like that. <laughs> and it's you know good. you've worn that hoodie, girls. You yeah, know you've got <laughs> yeah. that hoodie. Absolutely, it's so good. I love the Jerry Halliwell version. Does Renee Zellweger appear in the video at all? No, but there's probably a second. Like, there's probably a version for the film, I assume, a video. Well, I wonder, like, did they release the single then Bridget came out? Or did Bridget come out and then they released the single? Like, Yeah, probably before. But I'm just trying to remember where in the... And maybe it's not in the movie, it's just on the soundtrack. I I have no idea. Bridget Jones is Well, maybe because Bridget is like, got... So many men. After yeah, him. yeah. Just two, really. Yeah, got more than me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if Colin Firth and Hugh Grant were fighting over me, I'd be pretty happy about it and yeah, really think it was raining men. Truly nothing like having two A-list celebrities. <laughs> White men. <laughs> White men fight over you. Yeah. And Christmas sweaters. If you were Bridget, what one would you choose? Would you have gone for... 
Darcy, the good guy, or would you have really just what's his name? Mark oh no, Mark Darcy and Will Schuster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm picking Mark Darcy. Yeah, he's a good one, isn't he? Yeah. I'm not into a bad boy at all. Mm. Yeah. Well, all straight men are bad, so. <laughs> Shame, dads. <laughs> um, yeah, great. So, Jerry. Is there any info about, like, um, what the girls of Spice No. It would this? have been so good to look up. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, like, Jerry leaving was. I mean, I've never felt anything like it since. It, it was ruined. The it's world. such a good thing. I know it was sudden. Yeah, it was. It sudden. wasn't like when Zayn left um, One Direction or when Jesse left yes. Little Mix. There were like rumors. There were. It, there that's were the swirling. internet, though. Yeah. We, like we can see if someone a, a a personal close friend, you know, and they'll yeah. tweet about it. Yeah, totally. A demoy. Dieu moi. Yeah. Du- <laughs> Dear moi. Dear moi is yeah. posting about that shit now. Yeah. Like, we can see it coming months in advance. I know. But Jerry, you know, she might have been thinking about it for ages and ages and yeah. ages. And but then it bam. felt just so like a knife right to the it larynx. Wasn't, yeah, they were in the peak of their fame. It wasn't like a knife to the larynx. It wasn't like, you know, they were just sort of petering out and no. leaving one by one. It was just, it was so awful. Was it in the middle of a tour as well or that was it? <laughs> Hadn't they just released, what's that music video where they're all the fairies? Oh. Forever. Uh, Fever forever. Fever Now, everyone, if you are thinking right now, oh, my God, I should watch Spice World. You should. Don't do it. It's so, so bad. bad. <laughs> okay, so the song is historically a gay anthem, right? Yeah. It, it was always intended to be by the songwriters. So we famously call everything a gay anthem. And it's kind of like, is everything a gay anthem or is it not? So I googled the oh, Urban okay. Dictionary cool. definition. So... The Urban Dictionary definition of a gay anthem is a song extremely popular in gay community, gay clubs, or among Urban Dictionary editors. <laughs> so, <laughs> they love themselves, they though. They do. It's so good. I think a gay anthem is just something that comes on in the club and, like, rain on me. You just squeal. Are you instantly know whether something is a gay anthem or not. Instantly. Yeah. It's- Driver's license? No. Okay. I don't think that's a gay anthem. Nah, probably not. No. It's a TikTok anthem. It's yeah. like a Gen Z anthem. Yeah, yeah. I don't think... What is the most recent gay anthem to come out? Oh, it's got to be like um, Rain On Me or something Dua Lipa. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of songs that have come out in the last wee while. Uh, just everything. Well, yeah. Nah, I think an anthem, it's just like... I, like stays forever. Yeah, like know? don't start now. For, yeah, exactly. Yeah. When are the Grammys? Really soon? Oh god, I don't I know. I'm are. only watching who's winning the best R and V. R and V. So 
the reason why Paul and Paul hounded two tons to record the song um, was because they knew that, like, the LGBTQ plus um, community were familiar with the their work as backup singers for Sylvester, who I mentioned earlier was an openly gay disco artist. So they were like, oh, my God, this is perfect. We want it to be like a gay... Like, it's raining men, you know? Yeah, it's, it's a gay anthem. Yeah, legit. Um, the track has been featured in films like Magic Mike. Um, it was in Friends. It was noted as Homer's favourite song on The Simpsons. Gorgeous. And even made it to Broadway in Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And it has been used in lots of campaigns around the world, like um, fighting for gay marriage, etc. Um, so there was a campaign launched by Facebook in 2014 to get the song to number one in the UK um, as a response to a councillor blaming recent floods and adverse weather on divine retribution for the British government's introduction of gay marriage. Um, Bitch, it's not (laughs) my fault it's raining. (laughs) So they got it instantly to number 21. So that was pretty cool. Like, basically overnight. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, we know it's a gay anthem as being a pride parade with it. Love that... um, allyship from the weather girls eh? i know like it must have been quite a big deal deciding to be backup singers or be affiliated with an openly gay artist yeah in the 70s george michael no yeah yeah was even like um who did you say before culture club yeah open openly gay at the point at the point what is his name george george is it george Oh, boy, George. Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Stupid girl. <laughs> um, I have no, surely, but maybe not. Don't know. I mean, Elton. Well, Elton John. Ex- yeah. Elton John was married to a woman yeah. for so long. And the Weather Girls, the two tons are out there performing live with an openly gay artist. And it's a woman as well. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Do you think Sue Sylvester is named after Sylvester? Maybe. Whoa. So many Glee references in this episode. Unexpected. We should ask Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as I mentioned earlier, the song is covered in the new film Promising Young Woman um, by an LA-based pop goth artist called Death by Romy. Never heard of that. Very cool. So we had, like, decided on doing this little mini-series and what songs we were going to do, and then I watched Promising Young Woman probably two weeks ago now at home. Um, but if you want to go and see it, I would recommend going to the cinema because I feel like you get the, would get the way more of a full experience, and I loved it, so yeah. that's saying But a lot. if you can't go to the cinema right now... Download it. Yeah, it's okay. Um... And, yeah, so just it's, like, right at the beginning of the movie and the main character, Carrie Mulligan's character, is, like, walking through this construction site and they're, like, catcalling her and she's, like, not looking great. She's been out all night. Um, She's eating, like, a donut. And then she stops and glares at these men who have just catcalled her and then the It's Raining Men, like, plays in the background. But, like, a goth version of it. It's, like, it's, like, a... Yeah. Yeah. I, um... Watched the trailer for uh, Promising Young Woman the other day after yes. you suggested 
and the toxic. I know. The soundtrack must be quite good. It's so good. Yeah. Have you even heard about the Paris Hilton of it all? Uh, only from you. Oh, yeah. amazing. Stars are blind. Yeah. Great cover for something we're not allowed to tell you about. Yeah. So um, the movie is written and directed by this person called Emerald Fennell, who you may recognize as playing Camilla Parker Bowles in The Crown season mm. four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or five, whatever one is out now. And she also writes for Killing Eve and I've been watching lots of interviews with her and Carrie Mulligan and Carrie Mulligan was saying that Emerald sent her a playlist just to get like a feel for the vibe of the film and she had Toxic on there twice and Carrie was like that's when I knew I had to say yes yeah yeah uh, (laughs) it's so good it's like a 2000s a 90s baby's like dream yeah um so that's kind of all I've got for It's Raining Men. It was the song, like I said, no one wanted. Everyone passed up on it and became a smash hit in... 40 years ago. We're still talking about it today. I know. We're, drag queens are performing it all over the world. Every day. I'm sh- it must have been lip synced to on Drag Race. Oh, absolutely. I'm even wondering it. if um, Martha Wash has been a ju- like a judge on maybe Drag Race at some point. yeah that would just make sense it would it would yeah. if she's still alive oh my god <laughs> don't i can't have you murdering someone else in front of my eyes again that was too much last time i'm so like not that great at doing research obviously but hey i just truly believe this song will continue it will be playing in the clubs in another 40 years Hopefully there'll be another cover of it. God, what the For hell? something we can't tell you about. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. I also don't know either. We should add it to our karaoke rotation, though. Yeah. yeah. Just even, like, the good part of the song, it's not even the lyrics or the actual melody. It's, like, the sound effects, too. Like, the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's raining, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is a bit you sing. It is. <laughs> all right guys follow us on instagram at kickons pod um follow both of us follow one hit wonder and i've just decided there will be a spotify playlist with all these one hit wonders on it so get on that too yeah thanks for joining us wild ride see you soon bye